This is Charlie Franklin, and you're listening to Triple Threats and Beyond with your host, Roy George. Hey, everyone. So that was Charles Franklin, or Charlie Franklin, which is his equity name, and he is here live with us on the phone. Hi, Charlie Franklin. Hey, everyone. How are you? I'm doing great. Good. What are you up to these days? Tell us everything. Oh, you know, a lot of... uh kind of hanging out and uh, doing the Book of Mormon at night. <laughs> Good. And you're on an eight-show-a-week schedule, I assume? Yep, I got eight shows a week. Oh yeah. my gosh. What's your track like in the show? Ooh, it's pretty busy. Um, I'm, uh, I basically, if I'm not on stage dancing, uh, I'm backstage changing costumes. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, so it's just a lot of, like, you know, starting on stage as a Mormon and then changing into a devil costume, changing into, you know, an older mission president assistant costume, playing Brigham Young every now and then, <laughs> and then back into Mormon, you know, all that, all that fun stuff. It's, it's, there's never a dull moment. Well, good. It's never like a sit down. I mean, it could be worse. You could be bored and not come in until the middle of Act Two. It's true. I really like... I. I I have done, like, five numbers by the time the guy who plays the general gets in the costume. <laughs> and he just walks on 45 minutes into the show. It's just like, hey. And I, yeah, I, 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 I blink and the show's over. It's just, it all happens so fast. Absolutely. I, that's, oh my gosh, it's so fun. I, unfortunately, have not seen the show on Broadway. I've seen it on tour, so I have to come see it. Oh, nice. So yeah, I've, I've, I've met so many people who have not seen the show, and they're they're always like, I know, isn't that so weird that I haven't seen it? And I, and I just think, no, it's not really that weird. I had no idea what the show was until I... I mean, I knew what it was, but I, I didn't know anything about it until I, I booked it, because it's so hard to get tickets. <laughs> right, it's, it's like Hamilton. Everybody, you know, in a year from now, people are going to be like, I haven't seen Hamilton yet! And like, no, don't worry, 90% of the country hasn't seen Hamilton yet. Yeah, if anyone listening has Hamilton tickets, I'll, I'll take them. I know, right, exactly. If only I could do a Hamilton ticket giveaway, that'd be perfect. So to, uh, this podcast is, is you know, geared at whoever is listening, really, but um, people that are interested in information about the business and auditions and what it's like to do an eight-show a week. So let's start at the beginning. How did you, Where did you go to college? I went to Pace University in downtown Manhattan. Woohoo! Now, funny story, who else went to Pace University? Well, let's see, my older sister went the year before me, and my younger sister is currently there. And just so that we all know, friends, there is one more Franklin still in high school, and he is banished to Pace. He has to go. (laughs) 
I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> so what? Now you always knew that you wanted to be on Broadway. What was your class schedule like, really? Um, you know, well, Pace is not a conservatory, so I have like a, a whole lot of regular classes in there. But we had some, you know, some acting, some voice lessons, some dance. It, I, it, I know it's changed drastically even since I've been there because uh, the program was only about eight, eight, probably, I think eight to ten years old when, when I got there, and, and changes are being made every year. It, it's crazy. But, um, you know, it was good. It was, it was pretty, you know, it was, it was school, but it also was just like everything that you would want a theater school to be. Right. Well, I know there are some schools, personally, like SU, Syracuse University, that does not allow freshmen to do shows anywhere. They sign a contract that yeah. for the first year, they're not allowed to perform. Is that true for you guys? Not at all. No, I, I was in my first semester of freshman year show. I, I just, just, you know, that, it's just, Pace is awesome like that. That's and great. also, during my freshman year, well, the thing about Pace is we're encouraged if the program director or, you know, whoever uh, sees that you're ready to audition out in the real world. She wants us to get, you know, acclimated with what we're going to be doing when we get out of school as soon as possible. So we would audition for, you know, any GTAs or ECCs, anything that, you know, would audition in the city that she thinks we'd be right for. So about uh, halfway through my first semester freshman year, I auditioned for this show uh, down in Virginia. It was a Bruce Hornsby musical. And uh, I I got it. And so I, I got like a two-week leave from school, and I ended up getting my equity card that year and everything, um, which was pretty awesome. Where in Virginia? Uh, Virginia Stage Company in uh, Norfolk. Get out. That's hilarious. I live there, like 10 minutes away from that. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That's so funny. You learn new things every day. So... You graduated college when, and then you went on to audition in New York. What was, I know everybody wants to graduate college and go straight to Broadway and not take anything else until you get to Broadway. So when you graduated, did you have multiple mm -hmm. auditions? Did you have kind of a dry period before you booked something? What was that like for you? Okay, so uh, I, mean, I was, you know, super, super, super lucky, and I was already doing the Bridges of Madison County like that I think it closed the week that I graduated oh wow so I got it my second semester of senior year and I was doing it because I, I had already finished all my academic classes and my theater professors were working around me for my showcase class and everything like that but then by the time that I finished Bridges the, the week it, it it closed that Sunday and then the following Wednesday I graduated oh that's awesome and uh, we, you know, we had our showcase and everything, and uh, everyone in my class got uh, got agent interviews from our showcase, which is, I guess, you know, I, I don't know if it was Pace's first time that every single person in the senior class was able to, you know, get an interview, but I thought that was pretty cool. Um, and then I got my agent, and then, yeah, I think, you know, once you start working with an agent, they are eager to get you out there. And so, yeah, it was uh, a lot of auditions right off the bat. No, that's, uh, that's, I, I didn't, I mean, I didn't, the next thing I got was, uh, well, I did a play in between, um, but the, uh, I, I booked Broadway, or Mormon uh, on Broadway later 
think like six months after I graduated. That's awesome. Now you said a play. What do you prefer, plays or musicals? It's funny because plays are just like you you wake up and you don't you know immediately go start warming up your voice because you just are like, well, I just have to talk later. It's really cool, right? (laughs) But um, I don't know. I don't really have a preference. I've only done one play professionally, um, and it was awesome. You do start to miss singing, I think. I mean, if you if you sing as much as the Franklins do, I think. but no, I don't really have a preference. I think I think it's important to do both because um, then you know a play you really are you're working on it and you're like oh wow I I can't just wow everyone with a singing voice right now I have to fully act it out right exactly so it was a good learning experience I think right out of school oh, that's awesome so. Now, auditions, talk to me about what those are like. I know everybody's story is different, everybody's experience is very different, but what what are auditions typically like for you that you've been at? Oh, I, I hate I hate auditions. I think they're, they're the worst thing, and obviously know that they're essential to the process, but I, um, ooh, I guess it, it all depends on how early the audition is and what, what it's for and everything, but sometimes it's extremely stressful and you just have to go in there and and I, I, I just started reading this, this book of just mantras that you say to yourself, I guess, uh, before you go in an audition room. And one of them is, I release and destroy my need to get this job. You may want the job, but you can't, you just can't go in there, you know, expressing to everyone behind the table that you absolutely need it. So honestly, since I've read this, I've been a little more relaxed. You just go in there, and you don't need to impress anyone. You just need to go in and be yourself and show them who you are. They want you to succeed as much as, they, you know, they want you to make their job easy and just be like, you're a cat. We like you. So you just go in and be yourself. And then if they don't, you know, see that you're right for what they're casting, then that's not your fault. And you just can't take the rejection so personally. But I still don't like them. I mean, no one likes them. It's just, <laughs> they're just terrible. But... I don't know. I think I think it's it's easier when you think of them as just you being you, and if that's not right, then it's not right, and you can't do anything about it. Now, you, what is this book called? Because I would love to plug that book. It sounds so cool. I don't know. I don't know. It's, it was an ebook. Um, I I don't know what it's called. I'd have to look it up. It's so cool. It sounds me- amazing. You know, actually, let me see if I can look it up real quick. Okay. I'm on my phone anyway. All right. I was given the book by um, one of my friends in the Book of Mormon. Got you. Um, okay. Okay, I found the book. I found the book. Tell it's me. called New Thoughts, New Thoughts for Actors. New Thoughts for Actors. Do you know who wrote it? Jack Plot. Uh, Jack. J-A-C-K. Oh, I'm a special. Jack Plotnik. All right, I will look that up. Thank you. So I'm excited. That's awesome. I'm excited for that book. That sounds so cool. So what is it like coming from a wildly musical family? (laughs) It's wild and it's musical. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I I think it made the job easier. You know, you just grew up with it around you. And so getting into the career was kind of just like, 
I've been doing this my whole life. <laughs> Literally. So it wasn't, it wasn't a big shift. And I think also going to school in, in New York City, I got used to the city so that when I graduated, I, I had already been here for four years. Okay. And, you know, auditioning outside of it was just like, okay. So, yeah, I mean, I, I felt like I was, I just like knew as much as I could coming into school because of my family and then leaving school about the city. Um, so, yeah, I haven't really had a super tough time getting acclimated to everything around me. Got you. I have, I have yet to be in the room with all of the Franklins at the same time. Every time I'm there, there's always one missing. Actually, two missing. There's never a full set of Franklins in one spot at one time. It's too funny. But Yeah, I experience that all the time as well. There's always one missing. <laughs> so, so what advice do you have for college graduates or even high school graduates that are really hungry for this profession? Um... Stay hungry. Do whatever you can to to stay hungry and just just keep keep trying everything. A- anything that you do in life, anything that anyone ever does in life, can be helpful for an actor. Like if you, if you want to go to like I did archaeology camp growing up. I don't know if I'm ever going to play an archaeologist. But you know what? I went to archaeology camp, and that's awesome. Do whatever makes you happy. Do whatever you want to do. Do anything that you can do. I think that is so important. What and, is um, what? Everything's going to help you. What is archaeology camp? I don't even know. <laughs> Basically, just a camp where we played board games and dug in the dirt outside, and I got sunscreen in my eye. <laughs> that, that's what I remember about it growing up. Oh, such sweet, sweet memories. Oh, my. Well, will you play a game with us, a little rapid-fire question game? Yeah, please. Awesome. All right. So, what is your favorite season? Fall. What is your favorite month? June. (laughs) That doesn't make sense. (laughs) Favorite holiday? Christmas. Guilty pleasure snack food? Favorite snack food? Yeah. Ooh, that's a tough one. Uh, oh, my gosh. I, I really like Sour Patch Watermelons. I, I'm trying to give up sugar, so I shouldn't have said that because now I want to eat them. <laughs> what is your favorite – what is your favorite after-show meal? I am always, always craving a burger and fries. Do I always do a burger and fries? No, but most of the time I do a burger and fries. <laughs> <laughs> what is your pre-show ritual? A lot of warming up and, and singing and kind of joking around with everyone in my dressing room. They call me the king of noise because I'm very loud and everyone else tries to like sit there and calmly get ready for the show and I'm just like, hi, everyone! <laughs> and they hate me. I mean, they don't hate me, but I think... <laughs> Kind of secretly, they all hate me. <laughs> what is your favorite vacation spot? I don't take enough vacations. Uh, I mean, my favorite vacation spot right now is probably anywhere that is not New York City. Fair. Because I need to get up. <laughs> That's fair. What is your favorite childhood memory? Oh, my gosh. I had such a good childhood. I have no clue. Um, ooh, 
I guess. Oh my gosh, I don't know. That's a tough one. Let me come back to that one. I could do that. Who's your favorite Broadway actor? Definitely Gavin Creel, which is cool because I just did Mormon with him. But before that, you know, throughout school, I was like, I, I think I just he was he was my idol, you know, growing up. And uh, and then when I found out I was doing a show with him, I peed and pooped in my pants. <laughs> and then we did the show together, and now he's even more my idol because he is just an unbelievable human being. Oh, that's awesome. And I think that's really cool to say. It's really refreshing. I think, you know, and you, grow, you brought up a great point. It's so cool to have your idols and then to finally get to meet them and have them be exactly how you dreamed and imagined that they would be. Cause I've, you know, I've heard or stories. Even better. Exactly. And I've heard stories more often than not of people that meet their idols and they're like, they weren't really nice and they were really mean to me. And I was like, yeah, I mean, yeah. Th- you know, thankfully I haven't had that experience, but I'm glad that you had the experience that you did with him. Who is your, yeah, oh, me too, yeah. oh and, gosh. And for anyone who meets Sam Crew, I mean, it's just, he will remember your name. It's just, it's unbelievable. Well, that I one day I hope I get to meet him, and then hopefully he'll remember my name. I hope you do too. Who is your favorite? Um, uh, oh gosh, who is your favorite actress? Actress. Hmm. Oh gosh, I I, I guess I'm really really biased again, and I'm probably gonna say Kelly O'Hara. <laughs> you would not be alone. I'm serious. Nope. She she's, is. She's also one of those people that you meet, and you're like, oh, you're just as nice. As you would think, if not nicer, so. That, yeah, I heard that, I heard that not too long ago. She was at the stage door in New York, and it was freezing. And there were so many people out there, and she stayed and signed every autograph and talked to every person. And that's so, it's so awesome. And I've, you know, again, have seen artists that don't do that. And they're like, it's cold. But I get it. She was also probably super funny about it. She's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> what is your favorite go-to movie? Ooh, I really love Anchorman. I, I, I don't know why. I think it's just like one of those, I quote it all day and then I think about it and I'm like, I should watch that again, even though I watched it like last week. <laughs> Who is more embarrassing as a sibling? Emily, Julia, or George? Oh man, they're all so equally embarrassing. Um, <laughs> oh, I, I, wow. I, I mean, I don't even know where to start. I, no comment. <laughs> Fair. One of these days, I'm going to actually find a way to have all of you in the room at one time. And we're going to do a big podcast of just the Franklin family. Good luck. You may have to crash Christmas at the Franklin. I, that actually should be a movie and I'm going to write a spec immediately. <laughs> And you guys will get all of the credit, I promise. And all of the royalties. <laughs> and I'll, I'll gladly sign on to that. Awesome, awesome. Now, um, what do you miss most about college? Most so many things. I mean, school, is, it's the best. You're not paying for a lot out of pocket, which is pretty great. Um, and I miss... I mean, I, I guess, like, every, everything that I would be doing now if I didn't have to pay out of pocket for it. Right. Like, voice lessons and, you know, acting classes. These are just things that you can never get enough of. You, you're, you're always changing your voice, your, your, your mind. Everything is just, like, it's so important to keep up with these things. Backstage at Mormon, if, while, we're, while the guys are changing our clothes, we're, we're, we're playing 
just a ton of improv games, just because. And it's, it's, I'm so like grateful for the people I'm working with because there's never a time when we're just sitting and not talking to each other and not having fun and not learning. Um, so yeah, I guess just the constant learning and also just the, you're not really like, you're just not in the real world that you have, you have less cares. Um, but yeah, so I would just say, I definitely miss the things that looked like they were free. Obviously they're not now that I'm being student loans. <laughs> right. <laughs> But, yeah. What was it like working with Jason Robert Brown? I feel like you knew that question was coming. Twice, I believe. Yeah, it was, it's really cool. Um, I mean, he's a genius. It's, I, I love to just sit and watch him, whether he's conducting or talking or even just, like, thinking. He's looking, like, super pensive. And I'm just watching him, like, I wonder what is going on in that brilliant, brilliant mind. <laughs> um yeah, he's just um, a super, super cool guy. Um, I, I told you, I don't know yeah. if I told you this story. I was on Facebook, and you know how every once in a while Theater Mania will, like, show videos of whatever is happening or whatever happened a year ago today, and the video of yeah. Parade and Concert from last year came up, and I was, like, sitting in bed, and I was, like, half exhausted because I just got out of a rehearsal, and I was like, God, that voice sounds familiar because I wasn't actively watching I was like, that voice sounds really familiar. And then I, like, picked up my phone and played it back and looked, and it was you, and I literally lost my mind. I really thought my neighbors were going to call the cops for, like, a murder. But I could, I completely, I didn't forget that you had been a part of it, but I just wasn't expecting it, and it was glorious. So if anybody has the opportunity to look up clips of Parade in concert last year, you will see Charlie Franklin. And you will lose your mind. I was there. Oh, you were there. You were there in a big way, sir. And I almost lost my mind. <laughs> yes, I did. Thank you. You're welcome. So what is your, if you had to give final advice to somebody who's going to audition tomorrow or graduate tomorrow, what do you have for them? What is your advice for them? What we learned at Tate, my program director's motto I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, so I'll censor myself, but it's, don't be an a-hole. Fair. And that is the most important thing in this business. Everything comes down to networking. So if someone finds out that you said something about someone else, you may not book a job. If you're talking about someone on the subway and somebody knows the person you're talking about that you're sitting next to, it will get back to that person. And I think, you know, definitely be yourself as much as you can. That is super important, but be the best version of yourself that you can possibly be because things that, the littlest things will come back to you and you want them to be good because this business, it's just, word travels so fast, it's so small, and it's just, why not just be a good person? Why not? (laughs) That's so true. Well, Charlie Franklin, this has been quite fun, and I promise you, I'm it's going to get blast. I'm going to get all of you in a room together. I don't know how it's going to happen, but I'm going to do it. I feel like there's going to be multiple technology devices involved. Oh, yeah. And I'm going to end up... You know what's going to happen? I'm going to go to the Franklin Dynasty, because that's what I call it now, and <laughs> I'm going to sit in the room where the piano is, and I'm going to have, like, seven laptops and iPads, 
and I'm going to Skype and FaceTime all of you, and we'll do a big, gigantic interview. We're just all going to be on Uvu. Uh, right? A big, gigantic family Uvu chat. <laughs> and Paul Franklin has to participate. Paul Franklin is Charlie's dad, and he has to participate. I'm just saying. Oh, yeah. You, you should hear him sing Roger and the Hammer I have. Really. I have. He's sung for me. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, anyone who hasn't heard his Edelweiss is, is missing out on something very important in life. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, what? Are, so you are in eight shows a week, Book of Mormon. Do you have a website that we can plug? I do. It's uh, uh, charliefranklin.net, I believe. Wow, I have to know that. <laughs> it's okay. charliefranklin.net or .com. You'll figure it out. Uh, Twitter? Yeah, if you type in my name, it'll, it'll come up. Yeah, my Twitter and my Instagram are Chad A. Franklin. C-H-A-Z-A-F-R-A-N-K-L-I-N. Find him, tweet yep. him, Insta him, whatever you want to do. This is a person to know, guys, and I'm so thankful that we have this opportunity to chat and dish, and you still have yet to answer who is the most embarrassing Franklin, but we'll get back to that. <laughs> it's going to rear its ugly head again. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> and next time I'm in New York, I'll see if you and Julia are free and maybe we can sit down and chat with the three of us. At least that'll get it started. That sounds great. <laughs> All right, Charlie Franklin. Thank you so much. Guys, look him up. Go see Book of Mormon on Broadway. CharlieFranklin.net or com. We don't really know. Insta, Twitter, <laughs> do it all. We're so grateful, and we hope that you'll join us again soon. Yeah, thank you, Roy. Thanks so much. We'll talk soon, sir. All right. Thanks again. Bye. My thanks to Charlie Franklin for being on this podcast with us today. I'm so excited and so thankful. Um, I just want to go back and tell you it's www.charlesfranklin.net. And it's also Jeff, I'm sorry, Jack Plotnick, J-A-C-K-P-L-O-T-N-I-C-K. And if you go on YouTube, or go on Google, rather, and you type in New Thoughts for Actors, a PDF will show up and you can download it on your device, be it computer, phone, tablet, whatever you want to download it on. It's a PDF. It'll send right to iBooks or whatever your PDF reader is in your device. So download them. I'm so thankful that you joined us today. And always remember, we'll speak with you the next time we speak with you. Bye, everybody.